It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Alexa, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the warm-up program. I'm joined by CeeLo this morning because Jerry doesn't love me anymore. (laughs) He's outgrown me. Has he? Is that, that true? Happens. Yeah, it happens sometimes. He's outgrown me. He's outgrown the show. He just wants to do prime time, 6 to 10 a.m. Your relationship has run its course. It's run its you course. guys have grown apart, and certain, you're going your separate ways Yeah, now. certain people come into your lives for a certain <laughs> amount of time, and then they leave. <laughs> Evidently, Jerry's left me. He's left you, and he's about 100 feet away out in the newsroom. Which makes it harder, because then I see him. Yes, right. You have to address the awkwardness. Yeah. So okay. this week he's Geo. That's right. Last week he was oh a Thursday and Friday he was Boomer. Yes. This week he's Geo the Gio. whole week. And next week he's nobody. Right. Because he's off. Yes. Most as you just informed me because I asked. Yeah. Because this is the this is day one of a two week stretch for me here oh, on the morning program. Yeah. So I was inquiring about what next week is, and you said, everybody's off except Gio. So I'll give you the quick rundown of the morning program. Uh, This week, we've got Boomer and Jerry. Yes, all week long. With CeeLo on updates, me and Eddie in our usual spots. Friday, Eddie's missing. Okay. Summer Friday for Eddie. Very nice. Then next week, Boomer's out, Jerry's out, I'm out, Eddie's out, Gio's in. (laughs) I think Gio and Sal. Company. Yeah, Sal. You. Yeah, It'll be a fine program. Oh, yeah. Sal will bring the lots of energy. He'll bring the heat. Because at that point, what's, uh, let's see, what's next Monday? Monday Monday's date. That would be, as I pull up my Is there a Brave series here? coming up? I heard Sal talking about the, well, uh, going with listeners to a Mets-Braves game. Oh, I thought he was talking about um, Subway series. But, no, I think you're right. Yeah, Mets I think he was Braves. talking about okay. Mets-Braves. Yes, they're definitely coming up. And then, so Monday's the first, and then we get the trade deadline in that week yeah. as well. So you'll have Sal set on fire either in a positive way mm-hmm. or a negative way based right. on whatever the Mets may or may not do. So tune in. I'm just telling you, you tune in. Yeah. Now, I was a bit alarmed this morning driving in. You know, there are certain uh, there are certain bumps you hit on certain roads all the time because they're just there and roads you can't are avoid terrible. them. Potholes, sure. Yeah, these aren't even potholes. These are just like raises in the in the ground that take up a full lane. Sometimes I hit them every You're day. You're not talking about a speed bump. You're talking no, not something like, that like man put there on. Purpose. No, no, no. It's okay. like there was a crack and or then woman. something rose up. And, uh, but I, I've hit it every day for years. Right. It's just a imperfections in the road. Yeah, imperfection in the road, but I know where it is and just What road are we talking here? Local? Highway? It's a highway road, but I have no idea the same roads I take. I'll tell you this. It's after I get off of the bridge that takes me through Staten Island. What's that one called? The Outer Bridge Outer Bridge. Get off. The bridge that takes me through Staten Island? As I'm approaching the Outer Bridge. 
I get in the left-hand lane. There's like a thing. It kind of looks like a mini speed bump, even though it okay. isn't. But I just go, Ch-ch-ch-ch. I go over it every day. Gotcha. Have you ever had, over the course of your years driving at all these odd hours, yeah. where you make the ride to work and then you consciously think, like, I just drove to work and I was, I don't, I don't recall being aware of yeah. anything or my surroundings. Oh, that's yeah, kind of that, creepy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite common. For, it's almost like your your brain went on autopilot. Yeah, and like you took a nap even though you didn't. And, and how did like I a know robot to get driving. off here? Yeah, 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 very odd, weird. So I hit this bump every day. Today I hit it. Boom! I was like, "What? Don't you have a little flat tire situation?" Maybe? Yeah. So I immediately went to the the the, t- the tire thing on You're my dashboard. You're watching the pressure to see. <laughs> I'm watching the pressure. Yeah, Everything's yeah. good. I'm like, huh. Maybe something was in that bump today that's normally not there. Hmm. Maybe you hit it at just the right angle Could that, have been that rocked your car. Could have been that. So I'm going along, going along, going along, going along. Another bump that I hit every day. I hit it. Ba-boom! Wow. I like that. Now there's something wrong with my car because huh. I couldn't have hit two bumps that I hit every day super hard. So Something in the air today, Al. So I Googled uh, oh, loud no. noise. on. Uh, yeah, they're like, it could be your struts, your bull bearings. Yeah, your nine million uh, possibilities. Uh, yeah, so yeah, what do I do right. now? I got to bring my car. It you sucks. brought this up, not, uh, I would say, within the last year. You Some weird noise. That was and, the noise when I was accelerating. Right, and you put yeah. that out there, and people had eight zillion different things. Oh, it's this, it's but, that, but it's that. The overwhelming majority of people were correct. I forget what, what it was. You don't, you don't remember. <laughs> something that had to be repaired. Yeah, something that had to be repaired, but okay. most people were correct. Hmm. The so overwhelming are, are you majority. Are crowdsource this one as well? Uh, yeah, I've already, just from Googling it, it's like one of a handful of things. Oh, okay. So you've narrowed it it's down Suspension enough. system situation. Great. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it does sound awesome <laughs> at th- 3 o'clock Happy in the morning. Happy Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, but let's talk positively, CeeLo. The Mets, I watched actually a lot of Mets this weekend. But not last night because it was late. Not last night because mm-hmm. it was late. But I watched Friday night where uh, was Friday. You Darvish Friday or Saturday? Yeah. You Darvish Max Scherzer Friday. By the way, you Darvish looks tremendous. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's a real good pitcher. But yeah, it was so weird. They were talking about you Darvish uh, when he was a, a hired hand by the Dodgers. How he was not good. Mm-hmm. Like how does that? How how is he not good? The guy throws incredible. That whoop. Yeah, well, I mean, you're watching the current version of him, whereas everything's got everything together. You, these guys, year to year, I mean, yeah, I don't get it. It's a short list of guys that year in, year out, you pretty much know exactly where they're going to be. Some, I mean, guys, it fluctuates, especially when you when health plays a factor, and he's a guy that's had some some health issues at times. Yeah. Now I hate a pitching duel. Normally, I want to see home runs, home, but I enjoyed Friday night. This is interesting. You said let's be positive, and yet the two of Met games you watched of the three in the series were the two games they lost and didn't score any runs. Right, they scored one run each. <laughs> but watching Scherzer and you Darvish, yeah, it was fu- it was a fun pitchers duel to watch. Right, it lived up to the billing. Right, yeah. you saw it on paper. You know, okay, this is a good pitching matchup. Yeah, and it actually played out that way. They both were just like, Whoosh. yeah. Met killer Eric Hosmer got Scherzer with a yeah. home run, and that pretty much decided the game. Yeah, and that did that one. But uh, I was about, well, you know, we were ready to come in here today to complain about how the Mets don't score any runs, and they put up, what, eight runs last night? Yes. Pete Alonso broke the dam with his oh, home yeah. run. Because before that, again, it was, was scoreless into whatever it was, the fifth inning or so. Yeah. And they had a uh, couple men on, one inning with nobody out, and didn't score. So all of a sudden, Alonso hits the home run, and everyone <sighs> breathes a sigh of relief, and then the offense comes after that. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. They were at one point, I think, like one for 15 with uh, runners in scoring position, which, ter- yep. which I checked. That's terrible. No, it's not good. Yankees were one for 14 on Saturday in losing to the Orioles, with runners in scoring position. One for 14? That's correct. They left 11. Yep. Damn. Yeah, see, that's not good. No. You can't be leaving people. You can't. But they both teams responded and won their Sunday games. But Pete Alonzo, yeah, hit a th- uh, three-run home run. He had four bomb. RBIs. Then we needed Edwin Diaz to come in. So yeah, I don't know. Joely Rodriguez. Oh, he pitched Friday who? after Scherzer when it was a two-one game, and he immediately came in, gave a couple, gave <laughs> up a couple of runs to put that one out of reach. And then he comes in for mop-up duty last night, and that didn't work out either. Yeah, we had to get Edwin Diaz in there yeah. to make sure that the Padres didn't come back. And, and Edwin Diaz game. showed you again because I was, I was, um, I was at S and Y last night as this was happening, and the guys there were like, "Oh, this has a, this has." crushing Ross loss written all over. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Not with this version, year's version of uh, right. Edwin Diaz. Total, His confidence right now is as high as it's been since he's come to New York. Well, Every guess, time he comes in the game, I feel like this is over. He's going to take care of business. And I guess this is similar to when I said, like, you Darvish look so great. How could he have been bad for yeah. the Dodgers? Just Same. like Edwin Diaz right now looks tremendous. Absolutely. How well, did he have those bad runs? Well, you know, on the ESPN broadcast last night where they like to get, you know, technical and advanced, they showed you the big uh the big chart about his pitch usage from the la- like over the course of his career. And when I'm being facetious when I say, Oh, the advanced stuff, it's literally like a, a graph of two lines, fastball slider showing how the, he was always a fastball guy and there was less slider and now all of a sudden this year they've kind of crossed paths. So, so equal sliders. Become, yeah, I mean, maybe not 50-50, but much more um, unpredictable as far as his pitch selection goes. Like, I still can't figure out whether a pitch is a slider, mm-hmm. change-up, or a curveball. What, really? Yeah, because when I see, like, uh, I just keep going back to you, Darvish, because I was studying him. Yes. That pitch that goes whoosh, and just drops. Curveball. Right, but then sometimes I go, got him with the slider. Oh, well, just because that's what they say doesn't mean that they're right. Oh, okay. I catch broadcasters all the time <laughs> misdiagnosing the pitch. That's not me patting myself on the back. It's yeah. just like if you've watched enough baseball. And now I will say this. If they're at the stadium and they're trying to call the pitch off of just watching with their naked eye from above, that can be tricky sometimes. But if they're glancing at their monitor, you usually should be able to tell both based on what the pitch looks like and the speed of the pitch as well. Like Dwight Gooden, that was curveball. Yeah, slider's more of a tight. You know, the curveball. Not everyone's is the same, but more of like you're doing the. Yeah, you're giving this. <laughs> yeah, for the people that are on the not, radio. Yeah, they yeah, because no one's that. watching us on TV. Oh, I was I giving see. like the the humpback move. Yeah, it's where it looks the, like it's high and then to, boom. They drops. call that the twelve to six curve. Yeah, twelve yeah, to six Charlie. curve. I love that. Not every curveball's like that, but usually the curve has more of a top to bottom drop to it. The slider's more of a. Like sliding to the side a little bit, like, like a like more of a like two to seven type deal. So on the, the slider clock. is more the pitch that gets Stanton. Oh yeah, right. He's Blowing a, away, judge too sometimes. Away, yeah. Not as much, but yeah, yeah. All and right. then the changeup generally depends. So if you're a righty, 
usually it's going down and into the right-handed batter or down and away from the lefty. Got it. It's like you they always they say you turn it over. So you kind of almost like what the uh what people used to call the screwball back in the day. See, I would have no idea where Or a two-seam fastball that runs away to the arm side, they like to say. Oh, we're getting too technical. Yeah, it's now. very technical. I'm just saying, it. like, I feel like I know a curveball, but then sometimes the announcer would be like, got yeah. him with the slider. No, see, you've got to trust yourself more Is and that right? rely less on the broadcasters because they don't always get those things right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I was very excited to see the Mets get a fat guy on their team. Well, you know I love fat baseball players. I don't, I'm not sure I knew that, oh, but that's uh, okay. comes up with Jerry quite a lot, but All right. Jerry's left me. <laughs> I love a good fat guy. Okay. And we got one from the Pirates, Daniel Vogelbach or Vogelbach. I think it's Vogel- back. I think it's Vogelbach. Baseball Vogelback. references Vogelbach. I usually go with them, but okay. I've heard Bach. I've not heard Batch, so you can throw that one right out the door. My Bach. It's not, it's not Vogelbach. And I'm excited for this guy to get. Going. Yep. I was excited, too. So I uh, threw him in the the free same-game parlor last night to hit a home run. Yeah. And he let me down. What so. did he do? He didn't hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> he did get on base. I'll tell you what. He scoots around from second. They had the ISO on him scoring from second base. He can move in that yeah. big body. He's got some quick little feet there. You don't want to see that guy coming in to break up a double player no. heading home. No. Well, you can't you can't uh, lay the catcher out at home anymore. But if they're gone yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I know. But I feel like if sometimes the catchers get ballsy and they try to block the plate a little bit. Yeah, but you you're you have to slide. You can't you, you can't, can't just run a guy over the way. He but used even to that guy's sliding. Yeah, that's true. I thought about that when I saw Aaron Judge coming around. Uh, Yesterday, yeah. don't stand on the track when the train's coming through. <laughs> you don't want that guy like no. you're like, please cut this ball off yeah. when it's coming home instead, right. or go with the hook slide. Uh, yeah, around the side, put the hand in. <laughs> please, Keep those legs and the the rest of your body away from me. Please don't barrel me down. The yeah. Mets also took somebody else from the Pirates, uh, catcher Michael Perez. Yeah, well, that's a product of James McCann being hurt, and then yeah. Tomas Nito. Got crossed up with Scherzer Friday night, took one off the wrist. So he's got a bruise. He, credit to him, he played through it because Patrick Mazika is the other catcher, and no offense to him, he's not really a major leaguer. Like, he's more of a – he could fill in here or there, but he he's probably your typical tweener, like between AAA and major league guy. So they need some depth to catcher right now. I did see Nito uh, get hit with that, that pitch Friday yeah. night, and then – I thought he was going to be out for a couple of games. Then he plays Saturday. And, and then he hurts. left him in there late when everyone was like, uh, at some point wanted to see Jeff McNeil off the bench. Maybe not for Nito specifically, but in that last inning. I think it was actually the Nito at bat. And they asked Buck about it afterwards. And he said something along the lines of, well, Nito's got some big hits for us, runners in scoring position. And he took some criticism because it's like Jeff McNeil's an all-star, you know. I even saw Nito slide into second and get up holding his hand. <laughs> right, yeah, he was all taped up. Like clearly not a hundred percent, but he's a gamer. He's playing through it right now because they don't you know, they're already without their starting catcher and maybe that's an area that they address come trade deadline. Like I get they made the trade for consecutive days because that wasn't in the Vogelback trade. So they right. made that trade one day with Pittsburgh and then Nito takes the ball off the wrist and then hey, Pit Pirates, we we need another guy. So Send us this guy, Michael Perez. So how is a baseball player so big like this, Daniel Vogelbach? How? Yeah, like, he eats a lot. But don't they have nutrition people? Some do, some don't. I mean, you go down the list. More so pitchers than, like, David Wells, Bartolo Colon. I mean, they exist. There's a guy on the Brewers, uh, is it Ronnie Telez or Rowdy? I forget his first name. He's a big boy. They exist. Yeah, I know the, the Tampa Rays have a couple guys. Yeah. 
G Man Choi. Yes, love G Man Choi. And then uh, also the catcher for the Blue Jays. We talked about yes, him not Kirk. that long ago. Yes, Alejandro Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I know they, all my they fat exist. guys. Yeah. Uh, I love the fat They're guys. They're out there. I'm so Absolutely. happy we got one on the Mets. There you go. Is he going to stick around for a while or is he like uh, just going to finish this season? I don't season know about it. They... Yeah, prob- probably that. So, like, Fat guy shouldn't go get this guy's jersey. Uh, no, I would not. I would not do that <laughs> unless you unless you either a don't mind donating money or yeah. b you're going to be willing to wear that even when he's no longer on the team. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. He's a hired gun, as they say. Yes, because they need some help. DH wise, both sides of the plate. They still need to address the righty side, but this was a guy left handed who can hit righties, and he's got good OPS numbers against. Right-handed pitching, so you give him a shot. Good. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back do a little Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some NFL stuff as well. And then Boomer and Jerry Recco at 6 o'clock. Wow. Yeah.